What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another Niners Nation pod, instant reaction pod for another two 49ers draft picks. Samuel Womack from Toledo, the defensive back at 172. And we're going to combine that with our analysis of Nick Zakel, the offensive lineman out of Fordham with pick 187. KP, let's start with Samuel Womack. Here's the thing I love. For a guy that's 5'10", 187, the dude can make plays on the football. And if there is one thing that I have learned from you, it's that it doesn't matter how good of position you are in. If you can't make plays on the ball, you cannot help the team. And Samuel Womack can make plays on the ball. Yeah, so first off, he's in position to make plays on the ball because he is very, very fast. And at the pro day, he ran a 4-4 flat which is flying. So the theme is pretty clear here. They're just getting a bunch of athletes who can run. Uh, You mentioned making plays on the ball. He was, I believe, in the top 10 in each year in college in pass breakups. So it tells you he has a knack for being around the ball. So that's good. It's two for two. I think it's more of even – and he can be a K1 Williams replacement. We can get into that. But I think this is more of Shanahan just continuing to hammer homes. Hey, special teams. We were atrocious on special teams last year, and I'm going to make sure that does not happen so I don't have to take away from game planning on offense. So let's just get a bunch of speed in here. We will get guys who can run and cover kicks, and that is that. Oren Burks, Danny Gray, you know, obviously Ray Ray McLeod, Womack. You're right. It is going to be straight fire on special teams. I actually saw that he was rivals in high school with Ambry Thomas. And apparently after Ambry made the pick against the Rams to seal the game, Womack was texting him. So that's pretty cool. Um, But I I totally agree. Like they clearly went into this offseason like we need to overhaul special teams. They've done it with players. They've done it with coaches, with a new special teams coordinator. So that was clearly a priority for the Niners. Uh, The thing I love about Womack, as I said, if dude can make plays on the ball, he led the Mac and passes defended in 2019, 2020 and 2021 and he was a walk-on at toledo that is awesome you know all these guys that the niners have picked today i feel like you can say with everybody mean streak attitude they all just love to play and they all have that personality and that kind of fits in with the culture that shanahan is building like that's his kind of player yeah man you have to Love football, and to, to love football, you have to be very aggressive on defense. You kind of have to have that switch where you can just turn it on and you're reckless and you are willing to run full speed into somebody on special teams or take on a block on defense. So, yeah, there's definitely a theme here, and that kind of gets us into offensive line where I think there's a theme here as well where we're just seeing a bunch of experience. A lot of these guys have played for a long time. I will let you take over and announce the name, and I will tell you a little bit about him. <laughs> <laughs> that is Nick Zakel. He has a silent J at the end of his name. Um, he played tackle in college, but everything I'm reading and seeing, it's that he might transition inside to a guard. He was a defensive lineman at one point in high school. Uh, he did play guard at the senior bowl. So that's, you know, maybe a clue as to what's going to happen there. And the thing I love about him, KP, is that he has started every game for the last four seasons. Hooray durability. Yeah, and he, so five-year starter, um, started as a freshman at right on the right side, then moved uh, to the left side. So, yeah, I, I think what they're thinking of is, and whether it's guard, whether it's tackle, again, just like the last bit we talked about with Buford, if a guy goes down, you want to be able to rely on somebody. You want to know that, hey, this guy's an experience. He's not going to be able to 
Um, you imagine over the course of five years, he's gone through some sort of adversity. So that's the point here. So I think he has a little bit of a head start with that, that type of starting experience coming in. I love it. You know, the things I see, he needs a little strength. He could uh, get a little stronger, which like to me, that's the most fixable thing, right? right? Dude, hit the weight room. Like we've got coaches that'll help you out in that area. I have no problem. Now. Right. Like that's it, man. Hit hit the gym and you'll be fine. He's six six three sixteen. Like this is a giant human person the Niners just love to stack these giant athletic freaks and uh, I think that they're kind of you know Kyle's thing to me always seems to be interchangeable parts whether it's on offense with some of the wide receivers and stuff now I see with the all these offensive linemen they're drafting these guys that are pretty athletic that can get out on the move and do things I just feel like he wants to be able to put anybody anywhere at any time yeah and that's where I think a lot of these guys, Cole McKivitz, he's played guard and tackle. And you just go down the line, we're looking at um, Justin School is supposed to be a guard and a tackle. Jalen Moore was drafted as a tackle. They're going to yep. play him at guard. So you go down the line, you look at the, the players on their roster. They play multiple positions, and you have to be interchangeable. You have to be able to plug and play guys where you're not used to playing them. So, yeah, I, I don't mind it at all, man. Get guys who are versatile. Get guys who have been used to playing multiple spots because you never know what's going to happen. And I think Kyle's kind of scarred by all the injury problems they've had in San Francisco. I didn't bring this up when we talked about uh, Burford earlier. Do you think that maybe their plan is not to sign uh, a veteran free agent and put Brunskill at center and just feel like, hey, we'll figure out the guard between Banks and Moore and Zakel and Burford and just whoever emerges out of that scrum will handle that? So I think this could be even longer term than that. What if they don't plan on bringing back Mike McGlinchey and they just yeah. want to find a body? So we know that he's going to be around for this coming year, but we don't know what's going to happen after that. We don't know if he's going to stay healthy. We don't know if he's going to play well enough for them to extend him. So if none of those happen, now you have bodies in the building who you could feel comfortable with because you're going to be able to see them every day. And if they develop, you might not have to waste a premium pick on an offensive line next year. And that'd be a nice little spot to save a little money, too. Uh, if they sure. did decide to go Brunskill at center, the one thing I would like is you've got stud Trent Williams on the left side at left tackle. Banks is an inexperienced player, but then you put Brunskill at center. That's another veteran player. Then if you had a, a Moore or one of these other guys at right guard, okay. And then McGlinchey, the veteran at right tackle. So you always have veterans surrounding the younger players on the offensive line. If you're going to have that much inexperience at that spot, that's not a terrible way to do it. No, not at all. And again, there's going to be a first year starting quarterback. So you don't want him to be the one who has more on his plate than he should, whether it's, you know, making calls, whether it's having to worry about, hey, this guy on the right side, I can't trust him because he keeps getting beat. You don't want that in the back of his head. So, um, no, I totally agree there. And, and that's what that's what it looks like their plan is. The Niners do have two more picks unless they get crazy and decide to trade them. Uh, before we go, Samuel Womack, does he have a shot to be the actual nickel corner? I think so. It's going to come down to, it sounds like him and his boy, Ambry. Um, he, he actually said on the Zoom, too, that when they played in high school, he wanted to make sure that we knew that Womack was the one who got the best of Thomas when they went up against each other one-on-one. So that was funny. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, yeah. I love it. That, see, that, <laughs> that goes to the mentality thing. Like He had oh, to get sure. that in there. That's fantastic. Yeah, that All was right. unprompted. That's what made it great. I like him already. God, I hope he makes the team.
Subscribe, rate, review, follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Again, if you want to see instant reactions for anybody that has been picked so far, they are up on the feed. They are also embedded in the articles on Niners Nation. There's write-ups for all these guys. All the draft and football coverage you could want at Niners Nation. We have you covered. KP, thanks again. (laughs) 